Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original. WEEI. Man, I think we were on the phone uh, near constantly today and, and, and through a lot of yesterday. Uh, just looking at all sorts of possibilities and just trying as much as we could to stay true to you know, everything I've talked about. We we really like what we're building. You've seen it now. Like I said, it's not something that we're asking people to close their eyes and dream on. You're seeing it more and more uh, each night on the field, uh, the core we're building, what we're building towards. Uh, so we basically, you know, understanding that we're underdogs this year right now where we are in the playoff odds, we just tried to stay true to that. That's Red Sox president of baseball operations or chief baseball officer, whatever the hell he is. He's the guy who runs the show at Fenway Park, and unfortunately that means this falls in his lap. Yes, it does. Because last night's loss left his manager saying it was the worst day he's ever had working for the Boston Red Sox. Although, if you want to hear uh, how maybe Alex Cora could bounce back from a tough night, you can listen today. To the uh, pregame show here kicks off at what did you say twelve thirty five? Yes, twelve thirty five. And you will hear Joe Castiglione uh, chat with Cora, who I hope had a couple of those Puerto Rican beers and feels a little bit uh, better about himself, his team, and his career choices in life right now. Uh, heading into another battle with the Toronto Blue Jays. This is Fitzy and Hart, WEEI, on a Sunday morning. No Fitzy, no problem. Chris Scheim chiming Hello. in. And uh, we did have an interesting text where somebody said, who's the mini Scheim? And then, oh, crap, that's actually Scheim. I love Scheim. <laughs> <laughs> Not always expecting to hear him on a Sunday morning. It's nope, usually it's Monday through Friday. Although in your world, you'd be done by this time, right? Uh, yes, I am done by, we are off the air by 10. So this is actually a late morning. Even on the producer show on Saturday, we're done by 9. Late morning for Chris Shine. Not used to this. I like it though. Uh, We are breaking down, not just the Boston Red Sox, not just their failure to do much at the trade deadline, not just the ugly losses to the Toronto Blue Jays, certainly the embarrassing base running last night, but we're delving into, it's what we do in sports radio. We got to simplify things. Is there a need for the Boston Red Sox to make a choice between their manager and their chief baseball op- officer. I believe there 100% is. Because is it too late? I don't think it's too late. I think this can be Damage fixed. is done, my friend. Well, I think I think the damage, yes, that great clip. That's a great <laughs> drop. I, I think the damage is done for this year, but like going forward for 2024, I, I think you can still salvage what you have. And there is a clear divide between the clubhouse and the front office because Alex Cora says we can win the division. 
They want talent. They want you to go acquire some extra players, get some talent in the building, help them out, make a playoff push. They don't do that. Alex Cora has said the roster is what the roster is multiple times hmm. over the last two seasons. And what is it? it it's not, not it, it great, Bob. Great. Yeah, not great, Bob. Uh, and so I believe Alex Cora and Heim Bloom are like completely opposed. Philosophically divided? Yes, 100%. And so it comes down to making a decision. Is this what John Henry wants in that they don't want to spend a lot and they want Heim Bloom to just build up a farm system and have a lot of young prospects. We'll just pay the one guy so it looks like we're paying a lot, but we're not really paying a lot. And Well, well don't forget, coast. John Henry also includes Trevor Story as a big contract. Remember that quote sure. to the Boston Globe, I believe, at the time? Well, what, you don't consider Trevor Story a big contract? Or yeah, I don't really, actually. At least to... To John Henry's credit, and, and like I, I'm not gonna. I know a lot of people don't necessarily like him, but I, but to defend him a little bit, to play devil's advocate, in the past, if you use simply his resume, when things don't go right, he cleans house and says, "Spend money, get me a championship." Yeah, I'm still waiting. Time after time, so time after I, I think there's time. a chance that Heim could be done at the end of the season, uh, and then theoretically, you could keep Alex Cora as your manager or. I think he would rather be in the front office. Oh. You slide, you give him the Brad Stevens treatment. Oh. He understands what it's like in the clubhouse. He understands how to interact with the players, what the players want, how to deal with the, you know, the emotional flow of a 162-game season. Is this a shime idea? No. So this has been floated around a couple times on the morning show. I don't know if it was Curtis or Wiggy who had it first, but this has kind of been an idea that has been floated out there that I think makes a lot of sense. And could benefit kind of all parties because if the Red Sox want to win titles, I don't believe Bloom's the guy. I do believe Alex Cora can win you a title as a manager and probably could as a front office. Okay, I'm going to workshop well. this in my mind and through my mouth right now. Yep. So Dave Dombrowski, old school baseball guy. Correct. Bloom, new school baseball guy. Very new school. Alex Cora blended baseball guy yeah he's clearly fair? he clearly likes analytics we yeah. know that for a fact but he also understands that baseball can be an emotional game and and it's about the players it's very personal it's he understands how to react at the ground level and with the computer so the resume brain power all of that of alex cora i'd be more than happy to give him a shot as chief baseball officer would he be fulfilled engaged like do you think he would love that role yes you do. I, I think he is growing, Tired. especially if you yeah. If you heard the Alex score from the beginning of the season, it sounded like a guy who had resigned. He was very tired, kind of worn out by the minutia and the day-to-day routine of being a manager, where I think a front office role would reinvigorate him. This is interesting because that was the talk with Brad Stevens, both young guys, both, I mean, Alex Cora is probably in his 50s, early 50s. Yeah, and I know his daughter, I think, goes goes to college local, too. So, so. that's interesting. It's an interesting idea that I hadn't really floated. So we'll add that to, uh, as Rich Keefe would say. 47. 47. Th- sorry, Alex. Didn't mean to uh, Don't put him over <laughs> make 50. you a little yeah, older on, than man. you already are. Uh, we'll add that to the pile of the conversation. Bloom, Cora, Red Sox, Blue Jays, the whole darn thing. 617-779-7937. We'll go back to the phone lines to Kevin in Nashua, who wants to talk about uh, Heim Bloom. What are you pointing at over here? You didn't click it. So I clicked it. My, my question is, you know, a couple things. One, I'm not a fan of Bloom or Cora. Oh. Um, you're absolutely right. You have to, you know, at the trade deadline, you have got to bring in some talent if you're going to compete. Secondly, with Cora, he and his, his uh, 
different rosters every night, playing guys out of position. Just not a fan. But my specific question, if I may, was when, to your point earlier about trading prospects or guys down the minor leagues, when you got a guy like Dahlbeck that is tearing up the, the minor leagues, why was he not packaged at the, at the trade deadline? Was it because teams weren't interested or Bloom wanted too much? So my my assumption, Kevin, and thank you for the the call, call, Kevin. I would assume Bloom wanted too much. I think that's exactly what happened with a guy like Adam Duvall and a guy like James Paxton and Nick Pavetta because there was a clear intent. They weren't going to add, it seemed, um, at at this deadline. It just didn't, like, unless they could get somebody on an absolute bargain, an absolute steal, they they wanted to Danny Ainge fleece somebody. If they weren't going to get that, they clearly were not going to add. I think they had prices set on players, and if you didn't meet that price, they weren't going to trade you. Whether it was Bobby Dahlbeck or James Paxton or Adam Duvall or whoever. And I think that's just kind of the way it went. Yeah, I, I mean, I also don't know, I mean, how excited, how much value do you think Dahlbeck would have? I don't know. I, I don't. Probably not a whole I lot. I mean, on the list of He's people. He's not on the major league roster. Right, and on the list, and people saw what happened to him last year. There was hope, there was value, and it was a terrible year. Now, I mean, he's in the minors and he's fine, but I just wonder, has he been already sort of labeled a 4A player or sort of that tweener guy? I mean, if you're talking about people that could have been traded, my lists are more, you know, the Chris Martins of the world, the Kenley Jansen. Like, if you really are all in on the building for the future. Yeah, why would you keep Kenley Jansen on this roster? He clearly would have value to, to anybody, other people. To yeah, anybody that has great. a dream of winning a World Series, and I don't care if they're, he's their closer, you or add a bullpen whatever. arm, yeah, yeah. whatever. So there's those, and then there's obviously the Duvalls and the Turners and those other guys that could be involved in such conversations. But you, I don't know if Dahlbeck would have been the guy I would have pinpointed. Yeah, Justin Turner's another guy. He's like in his late 30s. He's on a short deal. Like that seems like a guy that screams to me you could get value for on a championship caliber team. So now we have another uh, layer of this where neither guy is good at their job probably and that was a call that would probably get rid of both do you think that would be a consideration the football world a lot of times they clean house then they hire the the president or whatever he hires the new coach and you have because there's a that is definitely an issue here is that cora is a henry red Sox guy like he predated bloom post dated yeah, and bloom. so that's kind of why i'm I, a I weird that's why i think if you're gonna fire somebody it would be behind bloom because They've already kept Cora through. They almost forced Bloom's hand right. into bringing Cora back, and so why would they do that then? And that just to now can him that that to me doesn't necessarily align. Why wouldn't they have just let Bloom pick his guy at the time if they really had all the faith in the world that Heim Bloom was going to build this team the right way? He is Chris Scheim. I'm Andy Hart. We are the Fitzy and Hart program. Only I get my name in the show because it's usually Fitzy on the other side of the microphone with me. Uh, We're talking Red Sox. We're talking last place Red Sox embarrassing losses. Alex Cora's disappointment, anger, attitude, Heim Bloom's inactivity. It's all on the table. Are you a Bloom person? Are you a Cora person or are you a pull the damn plug and blow the whole damn thing up person? 617-779-7937. Right now, though, we're all going to be Joe Braverman people and listen to him do a trending. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Told you last night it was going to be a rough night, but not really. Met Charles Barkley last night. <laughs> awesome. Some golf tournament. Sean has a golf tournament. Awesome. So you made my night. So we turned the page. That is your much cheerier Red Sox manager, Alex Cora, uh, addressing the media short while ago. Big bounce back from last night's worst day in his tenure working for the Boston Red Sox to a couple beers. I'm assuming he had the beers he talked about last night. I would assume so. Or maybe a little little stronger. Whatever. He had a couple drinks and he met Charles Barkley. And that, to me, sounds like a pretty good recipe. To uh, turn your remote, turn that frown upside down. Anytime you get to meet Charles Barkley, my day would immediately turn around. Well, the only time. He seems like a great human being. The only time I ever met him, uh, I loved it because if you recall, he was drunk at Gillette Stadium in the locker room. And he said, quote, when Brady and Belichick gone, y'all gonna effing suck. (laughs) (laughs) And he made my day. Yesterday, they suck again today. Like, I love Barkley. He's a funny guy. He's an Makes honest guy. Laugh. He's a cheery guy. Like, I could see how that would make Alex Cora uh, feel better, but he definitely sounds better. And shut yeah. the hell up. He, he's sort of recharged those batteries overnight. Now we'll see Re-energized. if it works. Uh, also said that, yes, Verdugo will be playing today, so it was mm. a one-day thing. Okay. We'll see how that plays out for not only the player but the manager and the team as they look to bounce back as a team and try to start chipping away at what has become a more insurmountable or challenging um, spot in the standings. As By the way, teams. would you guys like the starting nine for today? Sure. Well, first Send I got it. first I got to have the the annual sound that we have. Lineup's well, out. Lineup is out. And I should Thanks, probably say, the Red Sox on WEEI is brought to you by your New England Ford dealers and their Discover Summer sales event. With a large inventory in stock, now is the best time to trade in, trade up, and discover. 
your best summer ever with Ford, and that best summer ever starts with today's game and this lineup. And it starts with Jaron Duran leading it off in center field. It's a double right off the bat. No matter where he hits it, it's a double. So he's on second base. Okay, now what? No, it's a single and then a stolen base. No, 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 double. Did you see the double he had the other day? It was like a routine hit, and it's like, where are you going? I need you to dial it back a little bit. No, I'm excited. He's not leading off with a double. He's probably going to strike out, let's be honest. I'm an optimist. You know Andy Hart. If he is one thing, we haven't talked to the Patriots, so the negative side's just leaking out. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Following Duran's double or strikeout, whatever the two, will double, be Yo- Yosh- <laughs> it'll be Yoshida in left. So he hits a single, boom, one nothing socks. And then just so they don't give up any runs on the first inning because nope. they bat second. Nope. Okay, cool. And then Good Justin Turner after that is your DH, okay. followed by Devers at third, Casas at first, Verdugo back in the lineup. He's in right field. Urias at second. Reese McGuire, the catcher, and Pablo Reyes at shortstop. You think that's the right call? The day after the biggest blunder of the season, Reese, Reese. McGuire starts. I am gonna, I am gonna say he gets a loud ovation. I feel like a supportive you think crowd. So? Today. Yep, yep. I don't know. After the way booed August or is, indifferent. Uh, no, he's gonna get cheered because it's gonna be a lot of Toronto fans there. Oh, I, see, that's I not think nice. that's I don't not care nice. for that. Uh, I, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be booze because nope. last night, I, I think everybody is so frustrated with the trade deadline and the uh, lackluster performance in August thus far that they are going to be very mad at him. Yeah, but we're gonna take it out on Reese McGuire. Yes. We're not going to take it out on Bloom. We're not going to take it out on Verdugo. We are. You and me are. Like, but the fans are going to be pissed at poor Reese Reese McGuire. No, no, no. What did he do? Reese McGuire. He was a hundred yards away from the hundred feet, not a hundred yards. That would be ridiculous. A hundred yards. Football field away. (laughs) He was a hundred feet away from second base and got doubled up. Got a bad read that didn't hit the wall. He got a bad read. Everybody got a bad read. Alex Cora said the pitcher was walking off the mound with his head hung because he thought he gave up the home run. It didn't even come close to a home run. It didn't even hit the wall, and it's the green bleeping monster, which means it needs to be about 30 feet higher to even think about being a home run. Well, it could be, again, it could be, like, really high and drop I in. don't care. You ever play be that game with that. the gorillas You're and the bananas or whatever? You change your trajectory and angle. Yeah, but you know what you do when you're put on second base and there's one out? You only go like halfway to third. Okay. Because if that ball does drop and gets caught, I you bet he knows that now, gonna... but we don't have to boo him. He it's should... not going to do anything. He's, a... He's an MLB player. He should have known that last night. He yeah. should have known that 10 years ago. Oh, I know he should have, but he didn't. Now he hopefully does. Oh, God. Fans, be good. Be better. Don't, don't be mean. Don't, don't bully. Cheer the man. Boo him. Lift him. When Let a man the front is up, hear you. give him a hand and lift him up. Let's go. How ironic is it that heart is the positive one and chimes the negative one? Yeah, I knew that was coming. Well, he's always the negative one. It's, it's me that's a little in a different role right Just now. Two negatives make a positive. I didn't think it would nope. show an Andy. Fair enough. Fair enough. 617-779-7937. Lineup is out. Verdugo is in it. And your manager is much happier than he was when he left Fenway <laughs> no, Park last it. night. We'll see if that can hold throughout the entirety of his day through his postgame press conference and the game and the outcome. Let's go back to the phone lines and let's go to TJ in Florida who's been hanging on for a while, wants to talk about uh, Heim Bloom in the direction of the Red Sox. Yeah, what direction is what I would say. <laughs> Nailed I mean, it. I mean, by the way, Shyam, I agree with you on Mac Jones and Heim Bloom. Thank you, TJ. Uh, I appreciate disasters. you. And I love what the job you do on the Greg Hill Show. But let Thanks, me just man. get to the yeah, point. Let's get quick. off Shyam and have a point no, no, here. No, no, True no, no. Shyam. All the positivity can be directed towards to me. It. The Red Sox don't deserve it. <laughs> They do not. And, you know, here's an issue. The Red Sox starting rotation for next year is, is worse. There's going to be no Paxton. 
Whitlock and Hauk are destined for the bullpen. Pavetta is still a question mark, and Sale you can't depend on. So it's not like next year's looking better. So what I would have done if I were Heimblum, I would have told the Tigers, look, before you make a deal for Lorenzen or the or the Cardinals with Flaherty, let us know. We we are going to beat whatever prospect you get because we really want a starting pitcher. Everyone says, well, it's a rental. Okay, what if Lorenzen or Flaherty comes here? They pitch well down the stretch. We get a wild card spot. They love being here. And we negotiate with them and we sign them to a three-year deal. It's, it's, it's almost like a recruiting trip. At least you have a, a chance to get one of these guys. Now, if, if you guys look at next year's rotation, please help comfort me and let me know it's going to be better because I don't think it is. I think we're running it back. Yeah, and the Thanks worst for the call, TJ. I love the call, TJ. And of the course worst, you do. Oh, yeah, shine's awesome. And I'm the worst part of it, Matt going sucks. The worst part of it too is, is like you can't identify anybody in the starting rotation for next year. Like nobody. No, but and you know how you get starters a, and you, yeah, pay you can em. sign them. But like, what are they going to? Is it going to be more just one year deals for guys like Paxton? Oh, I hope and, not. Yeah, but that's that's the issue. I don't want to be doing that. It, it, oh, this guy's be. coming off this injury, so we'll give him a one year deal with an option. Have they shown you they're going to go out and sign a big market free agent? No, but you're talking about blowing it up in the offseason. I don't even know who's Fair. making the decisions. That's true. If it, but no, if who's it's, running the show? But if it's still Bloom making the decisions, it doesn't bode well. Probably not. Um, uh, can I just real quick, I know it was like a throwaway line comparing Bloom and Mac Jones. Who's more accomplished? Heim Bloom. You're out of your effing gourd. <laughs> you are out no, of your right. mind. I mean, neither of them have accomplished anything. But Mac Jones ascended to the starting job at Alabama, correct? Yeah. Mac Jones. Well, he Eventually. That's why I said ascended to. Yeah, okay. He worked his way up. He earned it the old-fashioned way. Then he arrived in New England for a non-playoff team, and as a rookie, unseated a former MVP who some on your show wanted to give $100 million to, took then, the job, and then took the team to the postseason while making the Pro Bowl. I never said I wanted to give Cam Newton What's Heim Bloom done? And he was also like the third alternate for the Pro Bowl. Let's dial that back a little bit, too. <laughs> when has Heim Bloom been the third alternate for uh, GM of the year? Uh, never. How but many alternates? Pro Bowl is not GM of. How many alternates would you need in Major League Baseball in the GM of the Year voting before you got to Heimbloom? Well, I mean, twenty twenty one, he did a pretty good job. Andy, you're fighting against a Mac hater. You're gonna no, lose. No, no, but like, look, I'm you know, twenty twenty one, he did. He got him two games away from the World Series. What did he do? Uh, traded for Kyle Schwarber. Okay, that was a good move. That was a good move. Maybe um, he should have learned from that. Yeah, I agree. I think you should have done that this year. You know why he did that? Remember, he was hurt. Oh, yeah, he got him for he a deal. He was a, what's a that, steal. depreciated asset yeah, or something? Yeah, he, he set a price. It was below the price, so he got him. And how did he get Hosmer? It was like some technical financial oh, yeah. thing where he was basically free. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. I, I get that. Trust me. I don't so know. Mac Jones is better than Heimblum at uh, his job. Is he? He is. And I know it is pains he? you to say it, is he? but he is. But like, and I'm not guy, saying either is elite in championship There's another winning. guy on the roster that can do the job almost equally as good. Uh, no. Who, Brian O'Halloran? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, t- I'm talking about Which Bailey roster Zappi, are you but... talking about? <laughs> Mm. Uh, mm. Trace McSorley. No, he's not. I've watched Trace <laughs> no, McSorley. He stinks. He, he stinks. stinks. He really does. 617-779-7937. Let's go to John in Providence who wants to talk about Cora's side of the Cora and Bloom debate. Uh, yeah. Uh, first of all, I don't like either one of them. Okay. Fair. I, neither one of them. My but Heim Bloom does not. They're the worst team in baseball defensively it came out, the worst, under Alex Cora. So he has to take some responsibilities for that. And also somebody has to justify to me for today, you have a, a three, three starters, supposed three starters. You have one 
started today, you've got another um, uh, bullpen game. You have a regular starter on regular rest who's one, supposedly your best starter. To me, he'd be a fourth starter on another team, but for this team, he's your best starter, Bale. Why is Cora decided to skip him and pitch him tomorrow to a much lesser, weaker team when you're trying to fight for a wild card spot today? And he turns, he turned around and he gave him an extra a six day. And you've only got three starters to begin with. Can somebody justify that? Uh, thanks for the call, John Shime. Can you justify that? Um. No, no. I, I mean, I, I, my only assumption would be that, like, because Bayo is young, he has not played an entire MLB season before, they don't want to burn him out too quickly. And that's kind of the idea here is it's like, all right, we'll just go with another opener. We're, we're really comfortable doing that. That's kind of been our MO the last couple months or whatever. And so they're going to space Bayo out a little bit so that they just don't burn him out. He's young. He's really good. He shows a lot of promise. And, and I don't think they want to totally fry him beforehand. And also... Um, I would just like to – I don't want to sound like an Alex Cora apologist, but you talk about them being the worst team of it. But, like, what is the manager supposed to do about that? Like, he's – Before the game, we're going to do I.O. We're going to do some ground balls, some fly balls. You don't think he does that? You don't I think don't he, know. Yeah, but, like, that's my point. It's I also like, think they're major leaguers at this point. That's, so. well, so that's my thing. Not the that manager, you can't work on things, but, like – The manager is more responsible for – the bullpen moves, the pitching decisions, like that Bayo decision is a is it a reasonable claim? I get that. I don't really know why he's doing it. That's just my assumption. Are they really the worst team in baseball defensively? I mean, they were the first half of the season. Kike Hernandez had like fifteen errors. Imagine how bad no they'd be the if the guy at Fenway actually called errors on uh, freaking Casas. Because every time I watch Casas play, he bumbles a ball and it's like a base hit, and I'm like, what? But again, so in what league? To my watching point, T-ball. Is that really Cora's fault that these guys suck at defense, or is it the GM's fault for bringing in guys, a bunch of guys who suck at playing defense? Uh, I'm happy blaming Bloom for everything. Okay, cool. So you don't really need to convince uh, me. I'm all enough. on the... As much as I don't want to bully Reese McGuire, bullying of Bloom is okay with me because, A, he's a big boy. He's like a top the depth, like he should be able to take it. And, B, uh, I feel like he's kind of earned it. Like, the the back-to-back way he's handled things, but also the way he's explained things, like, screwed up both. Yeah. Like, at least hit one of them. Yep. Like, nail the move and then fail to... Talk about it or screw up the move and then really do a nice job selling it. He didn't either. Yeah, nothing. So uh, really good text came in. Really good. Third one down if you're looking at the screen. Uh, 603. <laughs> Scrim sucks. Just make the show four hours of Andy. That's the Nobody best text we've that. had in a long, Nobody long, wants long, four long. hours of Andy Hart. I don't want four hours of Andy Hart. <laughs> Me by myself. Get so, get, if it was Andy by himself, he would be worn out in the first 30 minutes. No question. I'd come in hot, talking too fast, yep. too much, too many topics, run out of gas, and I would retire and say, I just wasn't ready. I just yeah. wasn't ready. Would you like that Somalia, uh, Somalian Olympic runner? Did you see that? No. Yeah, they, uh, Somalia had a runner go, and she was um, uh, not fit for the competition. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the I think it was looked like, like John Carlos Stanton running. Uh, it might, might have been worse. It looked like like to me, I, I probably, don't know. John Carlos Stanton looked like an eighty year old grandpa running the bases yesterday. He looks like she looked like Jonathan Taylor at practice. Okay. I don't know if you've seen the yep. video of him stump, yep. like walking around with a bit oh, of a some limp. issues going on. There. Yeah, he claims there isn't. That goes back is. a little bit to like that's almost like Brandon Marshall esque, where in the football world you never know what injuries are real, what are business, what are Fair. fake, what you're covering, what you're not covering. Uh, what we are covering is the Boston Red Sox right now, and the phone lines continue to every time somebody drops off, somebody slides right Ooh. in because people are um, 
they're invested, I guess. Like, from a Red Sox perspective, the one thing you can say that's good right now is people care. Now, again, it might be anger. I'm not sure it's the right emotions you want. It may be targeted in a way you don't like it. But people care about the Red Sox right now. And early in the month of August, I think that's good because we always talk this time of year, are you losing out to the Patriots? Are the Patriots, even though they're only in training camp and preseason, Thursday night, preseason football begins here in New England. Pretty big new scoreboard that lights up and does all kinds of fancy things. But the Red Sox are still relevant. At least they are till now. By Thursday, they could be out of it. Let's go back to the phone lines. Jay in Burlington um, has an interesting idea about the managerial position for the Boston Red Sox. How are you, Jay? Very good. Thank you for taking my call. I just want to make one really quick point before I, I make the managerial. Um, it's actually a question. But the, the fight last night between Tim Anderson and Ramirez, That's if you look at um, – Anderson signed one of the worst contracts in MLB history, and he won a batting title. And he's been taking it out on other players ever since. Um, you know, he had the dust-up with, uh, I believe it was Donaldson. And uh, he signed a six-year, $25 million contract back in 2017, and he won a batting title. With all the money that, that MLB is handing out, worst contract in MLB history. And then, so the point I wanted, the question I had was, if there's any separation between Cora and the Red Sox over animosity or frustration, do you think somebody like Joe Girardi, who's affable, he's good with the media, I'm not sure of how good he is X's and O's, but he's a definitely a calming presence, a, a, you know, a decent manager, good track record. I know he's been, you know, fighting with, with Philadelphia or Florida with the Marlins, so yep. that's the question that I had. Thank All right, you. thanks, Jay. Yeah, I don't know that he would necessarily be a Bloom guy, but uh, I guess he's an option. Like, sure, he had, he did win a World Series with the Yankees. Good for him. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Does he th- feel like a Bloom guy? No, he's an old school baseball guy. Yeah, it doesn't I think he'd like be the guy. last type of guy that Blo- Bloom now, would go younger and more numbers based. Again, I don't know if Bloom gets to hire a manager. I don't really know what's true. going on, where this is going, how's it going. You've talked about it. John Henry can be reactionary, or the organization under John Henry's watch has been reactionary at times in the past, ebbed and flowed and sort of that back and forth, what are we doing, you know, oh, that's not working, let's swing the other way. I can't really see that happening. Can you? No. I I, I, I mean, wouldn't the obvious guy be Veritech? Even so, though he's already here. Yeah, but again, but, so like if, if Bloom is hire if Bloom stays and is hiring a guy, he's going to hire a guy that's numbers based. We just it's gonna how it's gonna be. If Cora gets moved up and he gets to make the decision, oh. it could be Veritech, just because he seems he's been with Cora for a little while now, so he could be a Cora guy. And if it's just the front office or the, the, the ownership making a decision, it could be literally anybody. So I stepped on Patrick's call a little bit, but he has a much grander plan for the Boston Red Sox organization. Patrick, apologize for stealing a little bit of your thunder, but what do you think should happen with the management situation? Um, I was thinking give Veritek a shot. Maybe I think Bloom's butchered the last two trade deadlines, and maybe he could be reassigned to president of minor league operations and give Cora a chance. I know he's talked about wanting to come up to the front office. All yeah. right, Patrick, thanks for the I, call. And the I don't hate two aspects of it. Uh, Cora moving up and bringing up an assistant to manage is makes, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. I don't know how you can take Bloom and say, you used to run the whole organization. Now you're just going to run the Now home. you just go sit so over here. here's the issue, is that's the job 
Heimblum should have gotten in the first place. Yeah. Was running the farm system. <laughs> developing talent, scouting up players, finding prospects. That is what he's good at. Which is what he was in, in Tampa, right? A, a, a lower-level so, yes. front office yes. executive. Yep, exactly. Now he's ascended to something where he might not be qualified. And a little f- out, of his, out of water. Fish out of water. Out over his skis. Yeah, as they like to say. Out yeah. of his lane. Uh, yes, as LeVar Ball always said, skate your lane. Yeah, he's not skating. His, well, right now, I don't know. He tends to th- believe that his uh, plan or image is coming to fruition. Well, and- again, Andy, what is the plan then? Explain the plan Why don't you to ask me? him? I, I, I would love to. You're on the morning Stay show. Lane. Ask B.O.H., all I ask Sam know, Kennedy. All ask we somebody. Know, as Red Sox fans, is what's the plan? Are you building or are you contending? Because your fr- your your clubhouse clearly wanted to contend this year. That was the words they were giving you. Rafael Devers said we would like a pitcher. Alex Cora said we can win the division. Like they verbally said to the media, we clearly are like we can contend. And Kenley Jensen at the All Star game was like recruiting and saying yes, they needed more. So yet, some of your highest profile clubhouse members, yes, are making statements that they want to contend. They want to keep going. They well, what want do to they push. know? But then give us a message from the front office. Don't say you believe in the guys because if you did, you would have listened to them and acquired talent to help them. Well, they gave you a message. They said you're underdogs and we can't invest in an underdog. But no, they said they said we're underdogs. But then they said we believe believe in this team. Well, which one is it? You can't be both. Which Understanding side? that we're underdogs this year right now where we are. Pick a bleeping side. Imagine That's the all Boston I care. Red Sox Stop sitting on the underdogs. Glen Ordway fence. Underdogs. Ugh, that was yuck. I'm telling you, I said it to Rich. Well, right, it was for about 86 years. We are the Tampa Bay Rays now. It's disgusting. Right when he said it, that's going to become his Dan Duquette, more days in first place, more days in first place. I think that is going to be the lasting quote and memory of the Bloom error. See what I did there? In Boston. 617-779-7937. We continue. Crickets everywhere. Crickets everywhere. If you want to talk crickets, but not cricket, because neither of us knows anything about cricket. Yeah, nothing. The sport. I just know I, it's popular I'm in 0-1 betting on it in the Major League Cricket well, League. Why would you do that? Oh, they, were, they were having their debut, and there was a team called the Knight Riders. Did I teach you nothing during the pandemic? There was a team called the Knight Riders, and I liked Knight Rider growing up. It seemed like an obvious betting choice. Was that the one where the car talked? Yeah. Okay. Kit. And they got wallowed. Oh, that that had the the Hoff, right? David yes. Hasselhoff. Yeah, See, I was Hoff. betting with the Hoff, who has nothing to do with the Major League I Cricket team or anything. I would bet with the Hoff But as there well. was some logic there. Anyway, this is a logical Fitzy and Hart program. No Fitzy, that's why. Logical shime sometimes bring logic to the table, as long as we're not talking about Mac Jones. That's when he goes off the rail. But luckily, yeah. we're talking Boston Red Sox. We will talk next segment, though, Shime's Wheelhouse. I might just take it off. He would like to rip someone other than Bloom, mm-hmm. other than Mac Jones. I believe he would like to talk Women's World Cup because yes, uh, the ladies played this morning. Wear my and... Arsenal jacket today. Yeah. I came in prepared. You are ready to talk uh, football, but uh, the football did not go well for the United States of America this morning. Fitzy and Hart talking football next. 617-779-7937. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Harting. Off there. Did it go in? Waiting on a signal. No. You've got to be kidding. <laughs> well, they're waiting. They're going to check. VAR can intervene. Wow. Sweden wins. I guess what you have there is the international version of Joe Castiglione slanging a pop-up. We got, wow, Sweden wins. Wow. Wow. He was borderline speechless in a job that requires speech. I was also speechless. I was. So they were the favorites to win the cup, correct? Yeah. They would have been the first team, men or women's, to win three years consecutively. Well, they won't be. Nope. Because now it's the earliest they've been this eliminated. Is their earliest in... departure ever in world in U.S. Women's World Cup history. Ouch, babe. Yeah. Wow. Sweden. Not great. It, it was. It was tough because all game they were the better team. This Did is you get first... up and watch the whole game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Five a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Well, Did you bet no... on it. No. Uh, yes, but that wow. wasn't why I got up. I just Sweden wins. I wow, just, Sweden wins. I I enjoy I enjoy soccer, so that's I got a good but terrible call. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. Sweden wins. Sweden wins. Uh, so I got up for it. I, I normally I get up a lot earlier, so my body's just kind of used to getting up that early, anyways. That's true. Good. Point. Um. So I got up, uh, and I watched the game. And what'd it, you eat? What did I eat? Like, were you like into the game, or are you just like you put together a charcuterie board? No. I'm, I'm painting a picture here. No, I had a glass of water and then I had a cup of coffee, and that's it. I just hung okay. out on the couch. Dog came down. So it wasn't like dog. beer and breakfast nachos. No, 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 no. Okay, no, I just wanted to watch the game. Was um, breakfast nachos a thing, or did I just no breakfast that? nachos definitely a thing? Because I was just envisioning cheesy scrambled eggs on top of nachos yeah. and stuff. Jalapenos on there, tomatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. We're cooking. Next time I have a 5 a.m. international women's soccer match, I'll be sure to have breakfast nachos. Or men's. The men's World Cup will be next. Yeah. But anyways, I-, I watched this entire game, and-, and top to bottom, it was the best game the U.S. women's team has played uh, so far in the World Cup because they didn't look great in group stage. Their offense has just no- been non-existent. But today's game, they dominated, and... They had a couple opportunities for goals. The Swedish keeper was awesome. I think her name was Musevich or or something along those lines. Did you she say was, she's a uh, a she large massive, goalkeeper? Massive. I don't want to be offensive. Woman. No, no, no. Tall. I'm not. I'm not saying I mean, like, the way you say not, not large like me. Easy. No, she was like the jolly green giant of goalies. <laughs> like she's she's like if you put that uh, uh, Zidane Chara in net. That's what it looked like. You talk about it. I'll look her up. And so. Uh, she was phenomenal. She stopped a couple of really good opportunities for the for the women's team, uh, and the game went into overtime. Again, the the U.S. team had a couple opportunities to seal it. They couldn't. Ended up going into PKs, and you had them. You had them by the throat, um, and you let them off the hook. You let them off the hook. It's that you, Mike Singletary. Yes, we let them. Oh off no, the Dennis hook. Green. Uh, yeah, Dennis Green. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. So and, yeah, I saw like. Tw- 22 shots to nine yes. or something like 22, 22 shots uh, for the uh, U.S. team. I think they had nine on target. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. And oh, we're not they are crown who we thought they were. They do get and to we the let game. them off the hook. And Danny, Sweden Danny had nine shots, but only one shot on target. The entire game, they had one shot on target. And then it went to... 
PKs. Correct. And the U.S. What's the controversy? I saw some like close-ups and by so, millimeters. So, blah, blah, so first blah. of all, the U.S. got uh, up. They were ended up being up three to two after the first three kicks kickers for both teams. And there's five. The first five kickers all made their made their shots. Okay. And the sixth kicker, the third Swedish kicker, missed. And so you are now up three to two. Your next two USA uh, shooters, I believe, were Megan Rapino was absolutely one of them. And then, oh, the other one might have been uh, Lindsey Horan. And they both missed. And Megan Rapino like, smiled after she missed, which she's getting absolutely torched on Twitter because people did not like her already. And then you're kind of, like, chuckling about the fact that you missed a goal that probably would have won your team the game and sent you on to the next round of the World Cup. But regardless, she was in they shock, both missed. right? I mean, this is the end of her career. It's like one yes. of those things where you're so in disbelief, you just have to, like, laugh about yeah, it. Yeah, you're laughing yeah. about or it. Or you're, like, so angry. You're you're so, or you're so uncomfortable. Yes. My son has that. It's a bad trait, but when people yell at him, he giggles. Yeah. And I can't yeah, oh, tell I do you too. I do how infuriating that is when you're yelling at somebody yeah. and they giggle. You just want to beat the living crap out of My mother used to do that to me. I uh, But shout out to the local girl, Christy Mewis. She came into the game in the 119th minute. She took the third PK and absolutely buried it. Like, no doubt. Okay. It was the best shot of the day. But then, so now you're going, now uh, Sweden scores their fifth PK to tie it at three. Now you go to the next one. Your goalie takes the sixth PK and scores. No problem. Now, listen, Eric, just blast it into the back of the net. No problem. Uh, and uh, and so it keeps going. You go back and forth. After a listen, Eric, though, uh, I believe it was Kelly O'Hara missed. Sophie Smith missed. Uh, like, where we were blowing it over the net, off the post. Nobody's, no, just nobody wants to score. Uh, it was, I want to say it was the seventh or eighth shooter for Sweden comes up. Herstig or Herdig. Uh, she's, Takes a shot. Nair makes the original save, but the ball ricochets up. And as it's going over the line, she tries to swat it away. VAR showed it was over the line by a centimeter. Two centimeters. Which it ultimately was... led to. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Sweden wins. It was one Sweden of the wins. more unremarkable ways to win a game, but one of the most ridiculously awful ways to lose a game. Yeah, that's... uh. That's problematic for and it was a, just uh, it's just uh, the team was it they, 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 I I think Carly Lloyd uh, deserves to come back and be and re- restate her statement she made a week ago that she ended up having to apologize for yep. because she was one hundred percent right this team didn't feel like they were all about winning they felt like they were about a lot of other things uh, and there needs there's going to be some changes there's going to be some old players shuffled out and the newer younger players like Trinity Rodman and Sophie Smith and and uh, Emily Fox and them are going to start taking charge and taking control and this team will be very different in four years isn't the head again. coach also like it's the first one because jill ellis was the coach for the first two world cup teams. yeah what's the head coach's name i think it's like flatco uh yeah, yeah. Does, flatco is, he, is he back yeah he'll probably be back like look i, I don't think this is on him uh necessarily i, I think he'll probably be How back i don't bad a loss is this i mean i know they bad. were the favorite but like, is this so, like is this like bruins losing to the panthers in the first round not quite that bad, but pretty close. Like, I mean, you made it out of group stage, so you did your job originally, and then you lost in knockouts and PKs. It, the issue is, is you lost in PKs, which is one of the most just it, it makes me it makes me cringe every time to think about a team that loses in PKs because no team. You should just. I wish you just could play the game out. It's just not how. Yeah, it but goes. it would be like cricket. The games could it go on so, forever, yeah, and that's the issue. They're already in terminal. Neither one of these teams were going to score in regulation, apparently. So, uh, especially with the way the Swedish goalie was playing, so. It, so what was more embarrassing, Red Sox loss or 
women's Red national so- the team. The way they lost, the Red Sox lost, was more embarrassing. Well, you were mocking for missing the goal. and It was bad. Like, I, I mean... mean I it's could, a pretty big rectangle. Yeah, I'm aware. You're a professional. I played a lot of a soccer ball. in my life. Like, yeah, it's not like it's tiny. No, and, it's and, not like one of those where you got to make a shot like on a true ice. novice. No, so it's the, massive. The thing that the thing that bugged me is they had a couple uh, shooters. Messi makes it look easy. Kelly O'Hara in particular, who had the goalie dead to rights. Right, so the Swedish goalie guessed. She dove right. Kelly O'Hara hadn't even shot the ball yet. The goalie's already diving right. She's like, "Oh, all I have to do is tap this in." It was the softest tap in the world, and it went off the bleeping post. Just put it in the net. You can't aim it. You got to shoot. Don't aim. Especially if you're going to shoot it that soft. It's just, it's a frustrating and disappointing way to lose. Wow. And I feel your passion. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's it's really tough. This is good for their game, though. That you're passionate about it, not the loss. I yeah, mean, I mean, but it's I, good I think for the game a, that I, you were up at 5 a.m. watching this. I think there's a, a a lot of people that were pretty passionate and up and watching this game. Uh, it was tough because you know a lot of the games had been played at like 9 p.m. Uh, because it's on Australia, so it's just at crappy times. But like, if you look at the attendance, the USA games were the ones that were blowing it up. And, maybe, and, and anyways, to be fair, even if they won today, I think they lose in the next game to Japan. I think Japan's going to win it all. They're so friggin' well, good. Well, maybe this will fuel the next era. It will. American I believe so. Soccer. In four years, when this team looks a lot different uh, and is is making a push in what is it, twenty twenty seven, I think they'll be a lot better. Okay, and I might watch. I don't know. I actually watched the first two games. I didn't really enjoy it. I'm not going to lie to you. You know what, Andy? It's they not weren't for that exciting. Hey, they were flopping. They were annoying me. Different strokes for different fro- yeah. folks, right? That's why they make you know vanilla and chocolate. I've ice heard cream. that before. And cookies and cream. Yes. Which is even better I than all of cookies those. and cream. 617-779-7937. We are done with the women's national team soccer talk. We will get back to your Boston Red Sox. We might also play a little audio from another uh, knockout overnight that is uh, making the rounds on Twitter and social media. Two hours Do we down. also get to talk other football at any point today? We can, anytime you want to talk like, football. You I'd know like, that's my wheelhouse. Yeah, I'd love to talk football. I haven't gotten to talk football with you in quite a while. You know what, then? We will talk after the break. Football, Patriots, training camp. Let's do it. Players I'm most excited to see yes. in, in Thursday night's preseason opener. The highs, the lows of all things Foxborough. Join in now. We're pivoting to Patriots. 617-779-7937. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.